Hey ladies and gents, welcome back to Beauty Travel and Sophistication. Today's video is probably gonna be a mix of so many things. So ladies, I know you're probably gonna nod your head when you hear this, but don't you love it when a guy that you're interested in, your boyfriend, your fiance, your husband, <clears throat> leaves you a nice voicemail? Here's my thing, I don't get what happened to that where men just come in and they'll dial your phone and you don't answer and they just don't even leave a message. Like, <laughs> rude. My thing is, I like it when a guy stays on the phone until they have to leave a message. You know, when that automated lady says, the person you are trying to reach is unable to answer your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Beep! And then they leave a message saying something like, hey, beautiful, I hope your day went well. I can't wait to speak with you later. You know, something like that, that guys say, that's all mushy mushy and it makes our hearts melt like butter. I don't know about you ladies, but I absolutely love that. I feel like men should go back to the old fashioned ways where they actually took time out, you know what I mean, to do these things. And then for us too, because look, men, when you guys leave us voice messages, we now get a notification that we have a message from you and we have to now dial to our voicemail and then we get the message that says, you have one new message. And it goes on to say what time and a date and all that type of stuff. And we hear the message that you leave us. That's such a good feeling because you actually took the time to wait for the ring-a-ding-dings to keep going, ding-ding-ding, you know, and then you waited patiently to leave the message when you didn't even have to. You could have hung up like some men do and just leave a text message or just don't leave anything at all and just hope that the girl responds back to your message. So when you leave a message, it's very heartfelt. Sometimes when you don't, we're like, okay, they called us, we're hoping everything is okay. Maybe he was just calling to see how my day was or maybe not, who knows. One thing I, I feel, and a lot of other girls, females will probably say the same thing too, that you prefer phone calls because you wanna hear the person's voice. You wanna hear how their day went. When you just text message all the time, it's, it's not, I feel as genuine, you know what I mean? You can use emojis for people to, for you to know exactly like what their expression may have been during that time. But here's my thing. Let's say you write something funny, right? And the person, you know, the guy responds back with the funny emoji. So by the time he's done wrote the message plus the emoji, he's done laughed at the whatever you said. So prime example, he looks at the phone, gets a message from you. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so funny. He's done laughed already. So now he's messaging you with the ROFL rolling on the floor laughing. He's not really rolling on the floor laughing. He just probably did a couple of chuckles. And then he writes you with a message plus that. He done been got over that laugh. So I feel like it's not as, it's not as personable, whether if you're talking on the phone or you're FaceTiming, you know? I mean, I think FaceTiming is great because you can actually see the person, see if they're really paying attention to you because you know sometimes you could get sidetracked. I know I can. And you're on the phone with your dude and, um, you're busy doing everything else. You're probably painting your nails. You're probably trying to watch a TV show at the same time or probably cook. Your attention is not fully on them. But when you're on FaceTime, you kind of know like, hey, I got to get this person my undivided attention. Or you can be like, hold on for a second. Let me do this. And it kind of feels as if not that they're there, but that you get in that one-on-one -on -one time where you actually see what they look like. Just in case you forgot what they looked like two days ago, right? <laughs> but anyways, I think that it's just more personable. Um, but nowadays people just be text messaging all the time. And I'm like, that's just not enough. Ladies, if you agree, nod your head. I can't see that you're nodding your head, but if you are nodding your head, I'm nodding my head too. Cause it's the truth. Um, for me, 
Um, they always say like men are so simple, right? Us females, we're very complicated. I'm not going to lie. They, I think they had, I saw this one image or whatever where they were saying how men have like one tab up on a computer, but we have like 15 tabs of everything we're thinking about. So let's just be for real. When we get off of work, we're probably thinking about what we're going to eat for dinner, how much more groceries we need to buy. Oh my gosh, I need to wash the clothes. Oh my goodness, I need to think about what I'm going to be doing for the weekend. Where men is just thinking about getting off of work. He probably hasn't even thought about what he's going to be eating for dinner until he is literally driving home or probably in his apartment or home looking for something to eat. He is not even thinking hours in advance of what to do next. And that's why they say men are so simple because they're really just thinking about one thing at a time. And us women, we take things so much more like complex and we're just thinking like a whole bunch of other things going on. So perfect example for Valentine's Day, which is once a year, February 14th. That's the day where men get a chance to express their love and gratitude towards their woman um, by buying them roses and chocolates and teddy bears. And the list goes on and on and on and on, right? And they take them out to this fancy dinner um, or restaurant for dinner. And here's my thing. I get Valentine's Day is that one day to show your love. And I'm not saying that's all just for the females because sometimes females, I feel like the men deserve something too. You can get them like a nice bracelet or something. And I get it that most of the day is for us women. You know, we may get like edible arrangements sent to our job or a dozen roses and that's great. But what happens the rest of the year? Why can't it be that way every month? Why is it just that one day is the only day that the men decide to show their undying love to us? Whether you birth a child, not birth a child, but I mean, shoot, you do a lot for your man and I feel like he should repay you back not only on one day, but throughout the year. You know what I mean? I think ladies, we should do the same too for men. You know, we should show our appreciation in different ways because sometimes Tyler Perry, he had this movie come out. I don't remember what it was called, but it was him and Gabrielle Union. They had this movie out and I'm going to see if I can research it right now. Um... Gosh, what is it called? Huh. I'm looking it up. Give me a second. Good Deeds came out in 2012. And it was pretty much talking about how he was with the girlfriend, Gabrielle Union, and they did the same routine every single day. There was nothing that was like sporadic. Nothing that was, you know, out of the blue. And he got bored because he knew what he was going to expect every single day from his woman. So he met this other chick that was like different from the chick that he had. And I think some ladies, we need to be more spontaneous. That's the word spontaneous. Where you do different things on different days just because, you know what I mean? So um, whether that is surprising your husband at work for lunch. Um, he didn't even know you were coming or whether that is buying him a nice watch that he's always wanted and he's been talking about it for a while and you just have this present there, you know, in the living room or whatever, or maybe sending him a nice note, you know what I mean, that you left in the car and he just so happened to, you know, open the garage, hopped in the car and as he was driving along the, you know, the way, he sees this note in the car or maybe you put it in like his pant pocket. He was not expecting it, you know what I mean? Or, um... Something else that you can do is like, hey, do something that he wants to do. So if he's into like car racing or something like that, try and get to a track where you can like um, do those, um, you know, uh, what is it like the test drive where you could drive test drive like a really fancy, expensive car and go around like a track, you know, for a couple of laps or whatever. And you pay a price and you know what I mean? Just because it's something that you know he likes to do. Do that for him. You know, um, I think for men, you could do the same thing for women. 
if you know she's been really wanting this type of perfume, surprise her with it, get it for her, bring it home. Um, let's say she's wanted, um, I don't know, to go skydiving. Surprise her then with tickets to go skydiving where you and her go together. You know what I mean? Just do something that's out of the blue that she's not regularly expecting. You know how maybe on the weekends you guys are like, hey, let's go, you know, see a new movie. Let's go to dinner. You know, it's like redundant. Every single weekend is the same thing. Why are we always doing the same thing? Like, why can't we do a change up? Do something different that they're not expecting from you every single weekend. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. Be different once in a while. I mean, is it too hard to do that? Just be different. Um, and those are different ways that you can express your love, show your love in different ways. You know, every person has a different love language. So know what your partner's love language is before you just go and doing stuff. And they're like, uh, babe, what are you doing? You know, make sure you know that they're actually going to really enjoy what you're doing. So, yeah, let's move on. So when it comes to dating, right, um, I feel like I'm very old school. If a lot of y'all are like that men or woman that's listening to my podcast, shake your head like I'm doing on this side. So what I mean by that is I guess the whole thing of like what sliding into the DMs through Instagram is the way how you get people's numbers and whatever and all that kind of stuff, right? I don't truly believe in that. Because here's my thing. I may see a guy that looks good on Instagram, right? He's posting all his favorite poses and pictures and he dresses nice. But my thing is I need to see you in person. How do you look in person? Do you dress like this in person or is this just for the gram? You know what I mean? How do you really look? Like, um, are you... Because pictures say one thing. But when I meet you, I want to know like, hey, um, how often do you brush your teeth in the morning? Or in the afternoon? Or at night? You know what I mean? How often... Do you like put on cologne? How often do you smell good? Are you musky or nah? You know what I mean? Like, how do you keep your hair? Are you the type that just doesn't even put a do-rag on? Are you the type that picks your hair? Do you got a fro? If I see you in a picture in a fro, when I see you in person, your fro look jacked up, clearly something ain't right. You know what I mean? First of all, you didn't even take the time to make sure you were well-groomed before you met me. And on second thought, what is living in that? You know what I mean? Because if it ain't even like picked right, you know, comb right, whatever, done right, we got a problem because my thing is this you only get three seconds to impress me and if in them three seconds something ain't right it's a wrap bye bye adios you know so long avita saying uh and i'm serious i'm so so serious if i see somebody and they're already looking like bruh <laughs> you just woke up out of bed or not because if you're not looking the same way i see you on the gram then that's a problem if I see you in person and your clothes are wrinkled, that's a problem. My thing is you should always look good no matter what. I don't care if you're working or you're not working. Always look good. And if one thing is off, that's a problem. If I talk to you and in the first five minutes your breath is funky, like you didn't even take time to brush it. And I mean, when you brush your teeth, you don't even, you don't only brush your teeth, you brush your gums and you brush your tongue. People forget that the tongue is very vital because the tongue holds a lot of stank, okay? And if you don't brush your tongue, baby, when you speak, even if you brush your teeth and you brush your gums, you're still going to have some type of odor because the gum ain't brushed. That's the same thing as like taking a shower, right? You scrub a dub-dub every part of your body. I mean, from the top to the bottom. You don't just wash your arms and your legs and your stomach and um, your butt and your neck and then you forget your feet. I mean, first of all, the feet, you, gotta, you, you have to clean the feet. Especially, especially if you um, are walking around the house with no socks on. And let me tell you, 
Names will be not said on this podcast for the sakes of the individuals. So I remember I was somewhere and um, one of the uh, people that was in the room had their socks off. <laughs> oh my gosh. They had their socks off and their feet smelled so bad. I mean, oh my gosh. I was like, oh, I'm choking. I can't breathe. I mean, like literally it was so bad. I mean, their feet smell so bad. And in my mind, I am like, do they not smell their feet? Because if I smell their feet, everybody else around me smells their feet and they must smell their feet. And I didn't know the person well enough to like tell them like, Hey, bruh, you know, you probably should put back on your socks. Oh no, my bad. They didn't even wear no socks. They only had shoes and they took the shoe. They took their feet out of their shoes. First of all, shoes are dirty, especially when you're wearing, putting your feet inside of your shoe and it's not getting clean. They got cleaners. They have like a cleaner for you to, um, put inside of your shoes so that your shoe actually stays clean or smells fragrant, right? Smells clean. And I mean, homie just took out his foot from the shoe and oh my gosh. I mean, it wasn't even like a five seconds where I could breathe. It was like the foot came out and poof. I mean, the odor was just so strong. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I mean, the person looked mad comfortable, like as if he does it all the time. And I'm like, this is a trait you should probably not practice. So what that told me is homie walked out of the house without, you know, making sure that his feet was smelling fragrant and just put the shoes on and was like, whatever, I don't care. And that's a big no, no, you don't do that. You do not do that. <laughs> you don't do that. So if you're about to kiss your, you know, your husband or whatnot, ladies, men, same thing. Make sure that your breath smells good. Don't be like having it smell funky. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, if your feet, I mean, any part of you, I'm sorry, I had a phone call just come in and I got, I got distracted. So anyways, if you're, um, oh my goodness, I feel like I'm going to have to pause real quick. Anyways, yeah, if your breath smells bad and you know when your breath smells bad, right? You know when your breath smells bad, you need to clean it up, do whatever you have to do in order to get it to be the way that it was. You know, you just have to do that, you know? Yay, I'm back to where I was. Okay, cool. So I was talking, what was I talking about? Yes. Yeah, so if your breath is funky and you know it's funky before kissing your man, please, please brush your teeth first. Because here's my thing. All you're going to do is you're going to have this kiss and it's not going to be a memorable one. It's going to be memorable by him saying, oh my goodness, honey, you need to go and brush your teeth. It's not going to be like, oh my goodness, this was like the best kiss all day. It's going to be like, babe, what happened to your mouth, babe? So just keep that in mind. Um, I was looking at some do's and don'ts, right? Do's and don'ts of like dating and things like that online. And of course, nowadays, I feel like the expectations and standards are so much lower than how they used to be back in the day. And I don't understand why. Well, you know what? I do understand why. Because of social media and how people are portraying things nowadays, you know... People don't do the whole courting thing anymore. You know what I mean? They ring up their phone at like 11 o'clock at night. And it's like, what? Why are men hitting up girls' phones at like 11 o'clock at night? That's bedtime. In fact, bedtime was like hours ago. Like, why are you hitting me up at 11 p.m.? And I get it if some people stay up late. But I'm like, 11 p.m.? That's night-night. Like, lights are out. So just keep that in mind that also, like, like I said in one of my other podcast standards, are supposed to be something that you continue to have, you know what I mean? Just like when it comes to your hair, girls, ladies, you know, when you get your hair done, 
It has to look a certain way or else you're upset, you're miserable. It should be the same way when it comes to dating a dude. I don't care how long you've been dating for, whether you're married or not. The standards should still stay the same. I know some people I've heard will get married and they're like, oh, I don't got to work hard anymore because I got him or I got her. No, it should still be the same way where you're still trying to continue to like um, do things for your spouse. You know, not just because you get married, you think everything slacks off or oh, just because I'm dating him. Now I don't have to try hard enough. I don't have to stay looking my best. I think you should always stay looking your best. I remember this was years ago with this one guy and I would always look my best and he'd always be like, why are you so dressed up? And I'm like... Well, because I like to look nice. And I mean, not only for him, you know what I mean? Clearly, I didn't want his ego to go too high up or his head to get too big. Like, she only dressed nice because of me. <laughs> no, I always dress nice. And that's just the way I was brought up. That's the way I continue to look. But then sometimes I do feel like I do it like a little too much. Like I OD it. I overdo it where I'll be like looking real nice and I'm just going to Walmart and it's like why are you so dressed up to go to Walmart I don't know I can't help it but anyways however I look nice and look like I just woke up out of bed right so um just take good care of yourself ladies we should not be looking like um was it Donkey Kong right a hairy gorilla right so you know of course we got razors for a reason or you go and um you know get your going and get lasered and whatnot but we should never have more hair than our men let's just put it that way when you see your legs they should be um your skin color and um it shouldn't be your skin color plus added layers of hair added to your legs and your arms and other places as well you know i feel that there's a lot of um king kongs out there you know the gorillas they're out there in the wild and i don't think they need um another 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 a human being that looks kind of like them but with less hair i think we should look like humans and not like a a hairy gorilla you get what i mean right so anyways yes so back to hair so oh my gosh me and my coworker were talking about hair today and um she was saying how um i'm just put out there she could tell when people's hair wasn't their own hair and they had weave added to it because it was two different textures and um we we can't do that ladies we can't do that i don't care what race you are what type of hair you got in your head it needs to look natural okay and i know for um even like uh people that put in weave right it needs to look natural with your own hair so um if it's two-tone and it looks like look this doesn't even look the same as the other one you need to take it out Take it out and get it fixed. There's no point of having in hair that doesn't flow and it doesn't look good with the rest of the hair that you have in. Keep that in mind. If you're wearing wigs, I talked about this in one of my other podcasts, make sure that the wig fits your size head. I have a really small peanut size head shape, especially when I get the finger waves put in. But the finger waves look good on my size head, right? So you got to find what works best for you. Um, also, when it comes to makeup, remember you want to do the shade that is closest to your complexion. Don't be getting no, um, don't get a cup, don't get a foundation, um, that is orange and you know, your skin complexion is a yellow from the Starburst family. Okay. Um, if you are a brown skin girl, um, there are different shades of brown. So we should not be getting, um, like a Snickers type chocolate color when you are more so of like, I don't know, a, um, Milky Way type of brown. You know what I mean? Certain things like that. Sometimes when you go into a store and you don't know exactly what type of makeup it works best for you, go to a professional makeup artist that can get it for you. Because I've seen way too many females out there that be looking like one shade is different from the neck down and you're trying to figure out what happened. 
Did, did you did you know that you put that on right? Did you know you put that in wrong? Because your shades are different. And the last thing you want to do is be clowned and laughed at because your makeup foundation is different from the neck down or you didn't shade one side good enough and you know you got some you got like two complexions going on on your face. Like what? So yeah, if you don't want to go and pay for a makeup artist, look on YouTube. They got a lot of makeup artists there that can assist you with the tons of tutorials that they've done. Trust me. And if you're not good with it, then you just don't put it on. Except embrace the skin that you're in. And one thing I will say is when it comes to like acne and all those types of things, the last thing you want to do is continue to put foundation over that. You need it to breathe, right? You need to breathe and remove those um, blackheads and pores that's on your skin. I feel that no one should ever feel that they're not pretty enough because they've been told that growing up. You should, everyone out there, men, female, you should always feel, men, women, uh, females, males, you should always feel beautiful. You should always feel content within the skin that you're in, no matter any enhancements or no enhancements. You should be able to wake up out of the bed, brush your teeth, wash your face, put lotion on and walk out and know that you still look good with makeup or without makeup, females, females. Um, if you don't feel that way, then something's wrong because you still feel confident no matter what. And I get it. I get it. Some ladies really do look different with makeup and without makeup. And I know for men, um, I'm sure lots of men want to see a girl with makeup from without makeup because sometimes it's a vast difference. I mean, it's like night and day. It's like, I mean, it's like ugh, winter and spring, you know, summer and fall. I mean, they just don't mix. They're so different. You're like, I mean, in this picture, you look more like this person, but in this picture with makeup, you look like a whole different person. And I've seen that. I mean, wow, the transformation is quite, quite different. And I mean, ooh. Mm. so yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. My thing is, okay. So when I, if I ever like, I know one time I did where I think I didn't really have, I don't really wear makeup. I've said this on a podcast before. I'm very basic. Um, but again, I thank my parents, mom and dad for blessing me with really good jeans and really good skin. So, I mean, the, the most I do is like, of course, lipstick, well, lipstick, very rare, but I'll use like a lip gloss or chapstick and I'll use like a regular like Pond's lotion. I'll also use my SPF, um, thing that I put on first. It's like a serum, serum oil that I put on me. And then I also will do like eyeliner and eye, no, not even very... It's very rare I ever put on eyeshadow, but I'll put like a mascara on and I'll put like very little blush, just a little bit of blush, not, not enough, not enough blush to look like a clown, but very little to where you don't really, you see a little pink on my, on my brown skin, but you don't see like a lot of pink like you would like on a clown. So I'm very basic. I don't really need much. So of course, if I were to ever go out without, I wouldn't really look different because I look the same. Of course, my eyelashes would probably not be as long, elongated because I use, um, Lots of lashes um, by Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. Um, but um, if I didn't have that on, you probably could tell like, oh, her eyelashes aren't as long or they don't look as like full because they're not all like, you know, spread out from the mascara. But some people you could just tell, you're like, my goodness, wow, makeup does wonders. So yeah, just keep that in mind. So anyways, back to do's and don'ts of dating and things like that. But before I do that, we're talking back to, um, I was talking about grooming standards and things like that. So I know me, when I meet a guy, the first thing I'm looking at is their hair. Do they keep up with their hair? And for me, men have it a lot simpler than women. Well, some, not all, because it depends on their hair texture and, or it just depends on how they style it, right? So if you're a guy and like you're someone that has probably um, more um, kinkier hair, you know, probably from like the, um, 
uh, you know, more of like, um, of color, person of color that has a different hair texture, whether you have it in braids, whether you have it in um, dreads, whether you have it as a fade, whatever, the thing is that you keep it looking good and it looks like something, right? That you keep, it looks good. It's not like you're trying to figure out where does your hairline start because it's just jacked up. So that's number one that I look at. Um, I do look at teeth. I like it. I'm, I'm not saying that everyone was blessed with straight teeth and that everyone went out to get braces. So I'll never judge someone by their teeth and just be like, oh, I can't date you because you're missing like three teeth. You know what? There could have been a situation that happened. Now I'm saying like, if it's not like the whole three front teeth are missing. You know what I mean? And here's the thing. If teeth are missing, there are ways to get that fixed. You can add on at false teeth. So there are ways, you know, maybe back, 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 back in the day, it was, a, it was like, hmm. I don't know, man. I'll, there's no remedy solution to get this fixed. But if you truly love someone, you will stick by them no matter what. I remember it was like years, years ago, right? I knew this person and he had said, you know, you're really pretty. You know, if you ever get in a car accident, you know, or anything like that, just don't mess up the face. And to me, my thing was like, wow, that's such an insult. Rude. But what it meant was that he was pretty much one of those, um, what's it called? Where you just are more on the like, exterior type of look where you're just looking at the features from the outside and you're not looking at what's within because my thing is we all get old and gray at some point right and um you're going to change things are going to change you're not going to always be the same your body is not going to be the way it looks all day every day okay i'm just saying you are going to change you're going to get wrinkles at some point your body isn't going to work the same the limbs is going to be different you're going to be feeling in pain when you're done working out because back when you were a teen, you had so much life full of energy. And now that you're like in your 30s, 40s, you're like, oh, I think I broke something, you know, or something's out of place. So it, it's not the same. So when someone says that and they're just looking at, um, I forget what the word is. They're very vain and they're just looking at, oh, you look good. But at some point, I'm not always going to look like this. Like, I mean, you're still going to look beautiful, but you're not always going to look the same. Like, you know, things are going to droop, you know what I mean? And some people may get... um things to like keep their face intact. But I feel like, look, let nature take its course. You know what I mean? The Lord blessed us to live. And, you know, from dust, we came up and, you know, we're human. And at the same time, why do you have to do all these enhancements? Just be the way God had pro had meant for you to be. That's all I'm saying. So, um, yeah, so that's one thing I look at. Well, two things I look at also, um, ladies and men, we, this is a big thing. You should really pay attention to, um, their hygiene that's huge because, I mean, if homeboy is smelling funky, I mean, I've never had that situation where I told someone, hey, um, so you smell. I don't know how that can come out nice. I don't know. I really, I don't really know how. I, okay, I did it once. I'm not going to lie. I did it once way back in high school. What was it? It was in college. This is like 10 years ago and I did it and um, me and that, the girl aren't friends anymore. And she was like, um, uh, you know, a good friend of mine. And, um, I told her, but we had like some, dis we had some disagreement and I went off and, um, it wasn't nice, you know, asking her for forgiveness because it, it didn't come out nice, but in the message, you know, that I had, um, you know, had, you know, said to her, it did talk about her odor. And so, but genuine, and, 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 and besides that point, right. Um, 
I don't know how you would tell someone, that a friend or a guy that you're dating, how, how to say that in the nicest way possible. Now, what you can do is say, oh, babe, you know, I got you um, this Axe spray. It's at the top of the line. You know, you really should try it. And then if you're like, oh, okay, let me try it. You can do that way. But I feel honestly, if you're dating someone, you should be honest enough to just kind of say it. I mean, if you have a boyfriend that's like, a, say it like it is, they are just straight to it. They don't sugarcoat it. They are like, they say it how it is, then you should be able to say it just the same way. But if they're a little bit more like kind and, you know, a little bit more like they don't want to hurt your feelings. So they're going to say something to you in a way that won't really affect or hurt your feelings. And you do the same too. So that would be the way. But if they're like one that's like, hey, tell me what it is. Just be like, bro, you smell. I don't know what you're showering with, but you need to change. And they'll get it. They may laugh, but they may be like, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And you won't hurt their feelings if they're the one that can take it. So keep that in mind. Um, hygiene is huge. I mean, whew, I mean, are they brushing their teeth? You know what I mean? Because some people, let's just be for real. When you're done eating, you may not want to brush your teeth. You may be like, I really don't feel like brushing my teeth. And not only brushing your teeth, but flossing. Because flossing really gets into nitty gritty to make sure like, hey, any little um, pieces that you just somehow just didn't come out with the brush when you're brushing your teeth, it will come out with the floss. So keep that in mind. That is important. I mean, that is so important. And I know there's some cultures that don't even use some things like deodorant, but let me tell you something. My man needs to be wearing cologne or deodorant. No, not even or. Excuse me. Why did I say or? Cologne and deodorant or just deodorant. You don't always have to wear cologne, but I think cologne actually smells really good on a man. It shows that you took that extra step to just make sure you smell extra, extra good just for yourself. Not even just for me, but just for yourself because you're like, you know what? I like the way this cologne smells. I'm going to get it. I'm all about that. And females, we should be the same. Whether you use perfumes, whether you use body oils, you name it. Put some extra on you that you know is going to smell good, even if it's like body spray. So for me, body spray doesn't last long, so I don't really prefer to use it. I rather prefer to use body oils and perfume because they have a lasting effect. I tend to OD it a little bit more. When I say OD, I mean overdo it. So I may um, kind of spray more than five times when it comes to perfume. And like when it comes to the um, body oils, I kind of take it a little bit too far and I just be rolling, rolling, rolling for days. And it's like, you know, there is another day. So I got to just, you know, got to work on that. But yeah, um, of course, ladies' feet should always be painted. If they're not, make sure that they're covered when you're going out and that, you know, you can actually wear closed toe shoes. Or if you just want to have like a clear paint on your toenails, that's fine. But I mean, just keep that in mind. So I remember years ago, right? Um, I knew someone and he was like, yeah, man, my friend likes this girl, but he won't date her because she has cracked feet. And I was like, oh, wow. So way to get rid of cracked feet is to use Vaseline. Put Vaseline on your feet and guarantee you cracks will be no more. Hashtag cracks gone. But you got to do it on a consistent basis. And the guy was like, he will not date her because she had cracked feet. And I was like, wow, that's a simple fix. But the thing is, again, you only got three seconds to impress. So if something ain't right, you toast. It's a wrap right? It's a wrap. And you will be surprised of how guys can literally look at you from head to toe without you even knowing. They're looking at everything, ears included, right? Because the last thing you want is if you have short hair like I do, you want to make sure that your ears are always clean. And when I tell you always clean, I mean always clean. Because the last thing you want is to have like a whole bunch of earwax sticking out your ear. And you look, and you, your man is looking like, well, the prospective man is like, bruh, if she can't even clean out her ears, I wonder what else she can't clean. You never know. Just keep that in mind. That is so important. And I mean, for some people, that may be something that they miss. 
Hey, the ears is vital. It's another part of the body that needs to be clean, such as behind the ears. Every part of your body needs to be clean. That's the big gist of it. So let me talk about this one extra part. Um, since I'm talking about styling and dressing and all types of things, right? So I had the pleasure of going to an HBCU. For those that don't know, HBCU stands for Historically Black Colleges and Universities, right? So pretty much most of the school, if yeah, a big chunk of the school is predominantly african-american oh my gosh so okay someone's trying to get someone's attention okay so um anyways i went to an hbcu and i enjoyed the school so 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 much um and i remember the first year that i had went to this hbcu right um which is florida a&m University, Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University. Love that school. Oh my goodness. So I went there for a year. I enjoyed it. I had a blast. I had so much fun. I mean, literally, I had so, so, so much fun there. Uh, just meeting all the different people that I met, the um, culture that we brought to the campus, right? You know, no one was being judged. I mean, there was all types of black people, you name it, and every type of shade. I mean, you got from like the high yellows to the darkest of the darkest, you know, I mean, to the in-betweens, I mean, like, to, like, the just mocha, to, like, you know, dark chocolate, I mean, round, small, skinny, short, tall, I mean, psh, anything you wanted, trust and believe you would find at that school and at any HBCU, and people came from all areas, so when I was there, right, I wasn't really schooled on the HBCU, because, None of my family had went to an HBCU, right? They went to universities and colleges, but never to HBCU. They went to what's called a PWI, which stands for a predominantly white institution. So you probably have a, a, a mix of people, but for the most part, it's probably going to be a majority of like not black people, right? <laughs> the, the population will probably be a, a, a higher percentage of white, right? So anyways, I found out what that was later on. Because I remember being like, what's a PWI? What does that stand for? I'm like, all these acronyms, like... Why? So anyways, um, I went to an HBCU first. Well, actually, I went to a community college first, and then I went to an HBCU. So um, fun fact, too. If you go to a community college first, um, it's a lot cheaper. But if you go to a four-year university, and that's fine. But sometimes it is easier to start there first because it's your first way of kind of encountering college life without it being overwhelming for you coming straight out of high school and you're going straight to this, like this big university and you're like what the heck is going on I want my mommy right not really because most people are like I'm just ready to get out my family's house and move on and party right so anyways um HBC right we're gonna talk about that so the community college I went to was actually very uh diverse Right. So you could say it was like a PWI. So then I get to FAMU and oh my goodness, it was a culture shock because I had never been around so many black people at a campus. I was like, wow, there's so many of us. Right. I love that school. I mean, literally spent my best year there. So I remember when I was there, everybody was like dressed up and I mean, dressed up from the head to the toe. And I was like, why is everybody so dressed up coming to like an HBCU? Like I didn't get it because I didn't know, you know, what like this was the norm like going to an hbcu you are dressed to impress and i was like man this is crazy like why is everyone so dressed up? i mean girls were in heels okay hair laid in everything um what else 
they're, I mean, literally, men were coming in like dapper. I mean, looking so good. And I'm like, we just going to school though. Why are we so dressed up? Like, I'm just here to get an education, right? I just want to go to school, pass my tests, pass my courses, whatever it may be, these assignments, and just be done. So anyways, I, I never understood, right? And they had a hair salon on campus, which I went and they did a great job. And I remember every black girl in my class that were like part of like, um, not necessarily, there are a lot of people there that I will say that um, were in my class, their hair was laid. I mean, it was laid, honey, laid. Their hair looked nice. It was fresh. I mean, and the amount of time they took to get dressed, I was like, wow, they must take so much time getting dressed to get ready for school. They're probably studying. And I didn't understand, you know, for the longest until now I really understand, you know, it's just the way how it is. Right. So anyways, um, I remember coming to my PWI, right. Of university of South Florida and, um, they're home of the bulls. And I remember literally, um, if you guys hear those notifications, they're from literally my app for CNN. So I'm so sorry that they're going off and things like that. So anyways, when I go to my PWI, it was a complete opposite. People just literally like came straight out of bed. They looked like they had just walked out with their pajamas. I mean, you saw every and anything. And I was like, wow, this is big. This is different. And honestly, to be quite honest, it was a complete culture shock because I go from a community college, right? And then I go all the way to, which is like a, a mixture of every race. Then I go to a predominantly black school. And then I finish off getting my degree at like a PWI. And I mean, it was a culture shock for a while because I was still used. First, when I got to the HBCU, it was a culture shock, culture shock just seeing so many black people. I knew it was a black school, but it was just like, it took me some time to like comprehend, like I'm at an HBCU, which means everybody here is predominantly black. And then going to a PWI right after and seeing like the complete opposite. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so different. And it is, it's completely different. When you go to an HBCU from like a, uh, any type of other institution like a PWI, um, it's different. It's different in so many ways. Um, just like, just, uh, I'm trying to see how to explain it. I would love for you to experience it for yourself, but it's just a lot of changes. You know, um, when you're at an HBCU, I feel like there is more of a chance to bond with your peers. You know, they have a lot of organizations for you to join, to become a part of. Um, they always have events going on. Everyone there wants to see you succeed because you look like them. So your professors and everyone really take the time to really, you know, help you, um, when it came to the games. Oh my goodness. So the mighty 100, right? The marching 100, excuse me. Um, they're like the band that was like popping, right? It was lit. I mean, every time there was a game, people really came for the music, not the games because no offense, but the players weren't that great. But well, we came for the halftime show because the band was going to like show out and they play all the current music and they could just dance while they're, you know, literally like <clears throat> playing their instruments. And I remember when I was working at the gym over there, I would hear them practice when I'd be getting off and literally they were out at like eight, nine o'clock and you would see all of them out there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, when do they get a chance to study? But let me tell you something. That band was on point. Okay. Um, but yes. FAMU, Highest of the Seven Hills, is such a great school. Anyone that gets the opportunity to go, anyone that is an alumni, I have to say that is a good school to go to. So if you're in there and you're about to graduate high school and you're trying to figure out, like, what is a good HBCU to go to, FAMU, hands down. 
FAMU. Now, um, University of South Florida is a great school too. I'm not saying anything that was wrong with University of South Florida because your professors and your um, advisors, college advisors do help you too. I had great experiences there, met great people, and they are the same. They want you to succeed. University of South Florida is a great school to take advantage of, to be a part of. And I'm grateful that I got a chance to explore both HBCU and a PWI, you know what I mean? Because the experiences are so, so different and you won't understand what it's like unless you've been to one. I'm telling you, it just really is a different dynamic. It's a different change, but um, it's one for the best. And yes, if you're um, listening to my podcast and you're wondering, can someone that is not of African-American descent or if someone that is, you know, not, uh, if, if, if some, okay, if you're, if you're white, okay, can you go to an HBCU? Yes, you can go to an HBCU. If you're Asian, can you go? If you're Indian, can you go? Yes. I saw a lot of mixes. I saw white, I saw uh, Caucasians, I saw Asians, I saw Indians. They have a really good pharmacy school, so a lot of people went there. But yes, you do see, you know, little, um, little spots around the area. But yes, I'm not saying that you can't. But I know HBCUs were built on the opportunity for people of color to go and have this space where they could learn and um, kind of gather around other people that look like them and, you know, kind of do their studies and go to college and things like that. And I think also because, you know, there were different times when segregation was there. And so, of course, when you had like a college or university that was built on, you know what I mean? Um built on the inclusion of, hey, let's come together and have these universities and schools for African-Americans to actually be able to get an education. That, that, that's what, what it boils down to. But yes, anyone can go to them. Um, I recommend anyone to go to an HBCU. I recommend anyone to go to a PWI. It's really your choice and what you want out of it. So I've talked about so much stuff in this podcast. Literally, I didn't really have one specific topic that I was going for. Um, I'm at 41 minutes and 40 seconds. Crazy! But I really hope that you all enjoyed um, today's podcast. I really enjoyed speaking about it. Oh, I'm not even done. What am I talking about? (laughs) See, when I didn't plan to really speak on one specific topic, this is what happens. Okay, I did have a topic in mind, but I kind of talked about it already. Um, But anyways, um, oh, the do's and don'ts. That's what I was talking about, right? Okay. Um, ooh, 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 okay. I was just looking at stuff on here. Okay, um, ooh, that's a good one. Remember when I was talking about Instagram and how people just DMs and DM people and how I was saying how if you don't look the same as you look in person, mm. on glamour.com, it's 50 dating do's and don'ts. That's the title of it. And it says on number 10 of 50 dating do's and don'ts, it says, in bold. Well, don't is in bold. Don't pretend to be someone you're not even online. That's crazy because I just scrolled down and saw that. And it's the truth. Do not, I repeat, do not, you know what I mean? Be someone that you're not. And here's the thing throughout all my years of growing, right? I'm not even old, but I've learned so many things about dating and about meeting people and things like that right and I remember I think I told this in one of my podcasts I'm not sure right so this is like college days so this was like years ago right and um how did I meet this person I'm trying to think of how I met this person I don't remember if I don't remember that means it really wasn't that important but right now it's important to talk about this story right so anyways 
I told the guy, let's meet at Starbucks, and it was still really day. It was daytime, right? Because the thing is, if you don't know someone, I mean, they lived in the area, but if you don't know, how the heck did I meet this person? I don't even remember. <laughs> Anyways, I met him, right? I don't know if I knew him through someone. It could have been. Anyways, okay, so let me get to the story. So anyways, I meet this person and one of the things I will say, men and women, when you're going on dates, try and do it when it's still daytime because, I mean, you don't know who you're going up against to meet, you know what I mean? And uh, that's just my biggest, my biggest tip. So anyways, we're going to meet at Starbucks, right? Starbucks because, you know, you don't have to buy anything, right? Right? Starbucks, you don't got to buy anything, right? No one's going to like call, you know, yeah. We're not going to get into that. But anyway, so I was like, let's go to Starbucks. And so he was like, cool. So I was just going to get water, right? I was just like, I'm just going to get water because um, I don't really want to buy anything in Starbucks. And plus, I wasn't really like a Starbucks fiend at that time. Where now, like, you know, I go to Starbucks like probably every week, which I need to cut down on. But um, yeah, back then I was like, Starbucks? What? I'm not really digging Starbucks. But, you know, you would go bring your laptop, do homework, whatever. So anyways, I get there and... um. I told him I was running late per usual because, um, you know, I've just, I've just, I've been that type of person that's always been late no matter where I was going. I always felt like I should have a license plate that said always late, but worth the wait. But you know, we're doing a lot better. We're doing a lot better, but way back in the day, right? I was late for everything. I would tell you I'd be there at 730. I wasn't showing up till 745. It was just me being fashionably late, right? Fashionably late. That's what we call it, right, ladies? So anyways, I was like, I'm running late. And he's like, so am I. And I was like, okay, cool. Thank God I'm not the only one running late. So anyways, I get there, I park and I sat outside because it was like a really nice day and everything. And so I messaged him or I think I called him or I think he messaged me and said, hey, I'm on the way. I'm by the railroad tracks. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. He must have got stopped by rail by a train. Cool. So like 15 minutes passes by and I'm like, man, that's a long train. So I like hit him up and I'm like, hey, are you on your way? He's like, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. And I was like, OK, cool. I must have took my eyes off. Anyways, I see him coming from the parking lot, but. I was like, where the heck did he park? He must have parked on the other side. And in my head, I'm like, why would he park on the other side when he should have parked in the front here where there's a whole parking lot and there's a lot of empty parking spaces. So anyways, we're talking and then like, he's just talking about like, oh yeah, different girls I've been with. And it just was a turn off from the jump. This is when I was like mad young y'all. So, I mean, now, you know, we've grown up and smartened up and you know, when you know better, you do better and stuff like that. So anyways, I was like, this is definitely not going to go anywhere. So, you know, the date, I don't know what that was. A little meeting, informal session. I don't know what it was. I don't even know if I was like 20. So anyways, the date is done or whatever it was that was done. And I was like, all right, well, this was great. And then um, I was like, so where's your, you know, um, where's your transportation or where's your car? And he looked, and so he looks down at his feet and he says, you're looking at it. And I said, oh. Oh my gosh, homeboy walked to get to Starbucks. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh oh my gosh. I just went on like, I don't know, a quote unquote date with a scrub. I was like, yo, you gotta be kidding me. And I was like, oh, that would explain it why he didn't park his car in the front because he doesn't have a car. And I was like, oh, uh uh-uh. My parents trained me right. And like, honestly, I can't date no dude without a car. And anyways, the date wasn't going well anyways, or whatever you want to call it. So he lived right around the corner. So I was like, yeah, I'll drop you off. And I dropped him off. And I was like, guys, do's and don'ts of dating. I don't even know if this is on here, but I'm just going to say it. If you don't have a vehicle, do not go on a date with a female until you are together. 
and I mean, not even only a vehicle, but when you have your own place, you live in out, like you, you don't even live with your parents. Um, you have a good job, you have savings, you know what I mean? You are actually like it's established. You want more for yourself. You volunteer, you want to create several businesses. I mean, whether you're just out there to, um, make a difference in the world, do something, you need to be coming with something. Okay. Whether it is you're trying to learn another language or, you know what I mean? You are trying to, um, spend more time with the Lord. You know, maybe you, I don't know, you, um, I'm trying to think at one point you want to have a family, you know what I mean? Maybe you're a family man. Maybe, you know, you want to spend more time with your, you know, your family, your immediate family. Um, whether you're just trying to better yourself and better your community, something you need to be doing. But when you come with no car, how do you expect a female to take you seriously? Doesn't TLC have that song? I don't want no scrub, scrub as a guy that can't get, you know, there's a song called that for a reason. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm dealing with a scrub. So anyways, after that, I think I messaged him and said, yeah, we're, this isn't going to work out. And then he proceeds to say something like, I didn't want you anyways. And I and, and went on with this long paragraph as I... I can do better anyways. And in my head, I'm like, uh, no, you can't. I'm probably the best that you can get. And honestly, right now, <laughs> I was like, and the dude wasn't like standards, right? He, he was okay. But you know, I could definitely have done like a lot, a lot better. And the fact that he did that, I was like, he's in his feelings because he just got rejected and he's hurt. And so ladies, if a man ever texts you saying that he wasn't even for you in the first place, because real men take it and be like, you know what? I wish you the best. You know what? It was a pleasure meeting with you. And they keep their ego. And even though they're hurt deep down inside, they can move on and be like, you know what? I'm hurt because I really like that girl, but she let me down. And that's okay. Because the thing is, you are not going to be everyone's preference and everyone is not going to be you're not going to be their preference and sometimes they won't be your preference and that is fine you know what i mean whether you can stay friends or not hey it is what it is so anyways yes don't pretend to be someone you're not even online i still feel like online to me is just like a scary situation because you don't know if that's who they say they are you know what i mean they could make up all these things and even if you meet them you really don't know so i feel like meeting someone in person for the first time really ha is nice i'm always the strongest believer in sometimes things should just happen organically you know whether you're out somewhere and you know what i mean you're volunteering for the same thing or you just happen to meet them somewhere and literally that's how you kind of strike up a conversation i feel that way is the best way versus like hitting someone up on the dms or trying to find them online because when you're online dating let's just be for real how do you know that that guy is not going back on there looking at other prospective women to date if you guys are getting serious what if you guys get into an argument one day and then he decides that you know what he's going to go back on the app you don't know that so that's a big risk that you have to take which brings me to my next thing when it comes to arguments ladies and men right remember that words cut deep so whatever you say to a next person, they really try, they keep it, they keep it. And sometimes it, it hurts. You know what I mean? So if you talking to your man and you like, you ain't no good, you know what I mean? I could do so much better than you. Of course, to them, they're going to be like, well, dang, am I really that inadequate? Am I really not good enough for her? And so you have to watch what you say. And men, you have to do the same thing too. Don't be like, oh, I could get another shorty in a minute. I can get another girl in a minute. You know, I really don't need you anyways. Keep that in mind that what you say really has lasting effects on people. So you have to talk in a way where you know, like, you know what? I'm mad right now. So what you do is you say, you know what? I'm mad right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to walk away for a little bit and calm down before I say something that I shouldn't say back to you, right? Because words cut deep. 
I know sometimes you're like, you're in the moment and you're like, look, I want to say a whole bunch of words to him, but just think about it and say, let me calm down. Is it really worth saying this to this person? It's not. And just kind of like take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out. Oh, saw. Ooh, I know sometimes it's easier said than done, but sometimes if you don't want to ruin a relationship that you have going, you have to watch what you say. You can't be all neck rolling in the man's face and saying, I wish you would. I wish you would with your hands all in the face. Like you ain't going to do it. You know what I mean? Cause then you just amping the guy up and he's like, you're a woman. I'm not going to hit you. But let me tell you something. Some men do not think that way. They're like, I don't care who you are. You get bopped. So just keep that in mind that Men, the same thing too. You can't just be bragging and saying, I pay for everything in this house. I pay for everything in this apartment. You can walk out, you know what I mean? Things like that, because words cut deep. So when you get into an argument with your man or you get into an argument with your woman, you know, keep that in mind that you really should watch what you say before you just lash out on the person. Because sometimes you can't take things back and that could be a possibility of the relationship ending of how you decided to handle that situation. So, yes. Oh, so another do's and don'ts when it comes to dating, right? Is don't get lost talking about yourself in your past, including the mistakes, heartaches, who you were 10 years ago, or even in your last relationship. This is from psychologytoday.com. And this is a huge one because at the same time, sometimes men don't really care about your past. They're like, look, I'm the future. Why are we bringing this person up? Oh, no, no, they're not the future. They're the present. So sometimes certain things they may say, well, why did the last relationship not work? You know, what are you doing to kind of change that? You know what I mean? And I know for me, you know, you want to know like, what, what was your last relationship like? Why did it not work out? You know what I mean? Is there a situation where you're the denominate, common denominator as to in your previous relationships from that one, or is this just a sign of a miscommunication? So it says, do talk about yourself as who you are today in the present and the values and goals you have for yourself in the future. So ladies, when you're talking to a man on a date, that is something that you want to bring up because at the same time, if you don't have anything going for yourself, you kind of, you want to have something going for yourself. You don't want to just be stagnant. You still want to always continue to go above and beyond. You know what I mean? So let's say when you're working out and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to get down to losing 50 pounds. Clearly that's a goal that you want to obtain. You don't just say, I work out just to work out. I mean, sometimes you may, but sometimes you may be like, I want to eat lean. I want to eat clean. I want to cut out all the junk food. Those are goals that you want to attain. It should be the same thing when it comes to like work life and things like that. You want to make a difference in the community, things like that. So it says, hmm, do you make the conversation reciprocal? Be inquisitive and show your interest in getting to know the other person. And that's the truth. Because when you're talking to someone, you don't want it to just be about you, 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 right? You want to ask them questions. You want to get to know who they are. There's this movie. I think it was an act like a lady thing, like a man two. Was it two or was it one? Shoot. I think it was one where Taraji P. Henson and um, what's the guy's name with the green colored eyes? Um... Gosh, I should know it because he's a very good looking guy. Um, I'm trying to look to see who's in it. Um, but anyways, uh, I cannot think of his name at the moment. So in the movie, she's dating him and he's not like her ideal man, right? But at the same time, um, she dates him and she's like, oh my goodness. Oops. Okay. My recording time is at 60 minutes. So I got to keep an eye on the clock. We're at 55 minutes. So anyways... She meets her old college friend and her old college friend is like doing it. Michael Ely, that's who he is. 
So anyway, she meets this college friend or this friend that she knew from the past and he's doing it. He has everything that she possibly wanted in a man and she goes out to dinner with him and he is just talking about himself and not even giving her time to talk. And so she became disinterested and then she wanted to get back with Michael Ely because remember she broke up with him because he was still a dreamer. He wasn't there physically yet when it came to like his career, but the other guy was. So, but Michael Ely was like, Hey, tell me about you. And he was very reciprocal, asked her about her goals and he did the same. So ladies and gents, you know, always keep that in mind that make it reciprocal, you know, talk about things that you both have, uh, that you both can speak upon, you know, don't just be me, 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 me. This is what I want to do. And I don't care about what you want to do because then it's like, why are you in a relationship or why are you trying to get into a relationship? You just need to be by yourself. So yeah, I went on for a long time. I'm almost at an hour. So we're going to end this now, but I appreciate you all for listening, um, to this segment and I can't wait to uh, come back with another segment next week. So until then, bye ladies and gents.